Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Kato back from Torture Tuesday today. It was a success. That was awful. It was, that was so funny. <laughs> it was awful. We just sent Kato out to a restaurant with an urn and ashes from a fireplace. Yes. <laughs> the lady gave a little eulogy for you, Papa Murphy. I thought she's going to cry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> really, you don't even know him. I'm not supposed to tell this, but I have oh, to because uh, it affects our break. Yes. Tori had to go to the girls' room because I think she peed when she was laughing so hard. Yeah, that was hilarious. And so she's in the restroom um, doing whatever women do when that happens. So I'm not the only one tortured today. Good. No, she, she got to laughing too hard, and I guess women, they just laugh so hard they tinkle sometimes. That's funny. It was funny. So anyway, I hate she's not here for this because I want to talk about oh. animals, and she always loves to talk about animals. Yeah. But maybe it's better that she doesn't hear the story. I have this article. I'm going to share it with Cato to put on Facebook or on our social media. Mm-hmm. And, Hawk, you can look along at the pictures as we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I've got two stories here. Yeah. Read me a story, Daddy. <laughs> I look, look at a at picture. I say that because sto- the pictures do add a lot to it. And I, obviously on radio, I'll just have to describe them the, for the you. The first one, I am shocked. I'm going to have to come around. Okay. Yes. Yeah, this guy is swimming with a crocodile in the river. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And he, they're actually like lip to lip, face to face. And there's a reason for that, Hawk. Okay. Um, In 1989, a Costa Rican fisherman named Chico saved a dying crocodile and nursed it back to health. After the crocodile recovered, Chico tried to release him back into the wild, but the crocodile kept coming back to him. Wow. They ended up becoming best friends, and that friendship lasted for two decades. I assume the croc died at that point. Oh, okay. Or, was, he, or he did. Or he did, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little close feeding him one day? Chico would swim with the crocodile in the river outside his home. He would hug and kiss the croc every day and taught the 16-foot-long crocodile named Poco how to do tricks. He even taught him to roll over, wink, and would let Chico put his head in his mouth. Wow. Uh, Poco was even smart enough to respond when his name was called. The crocodile sadly died in 2011 after an amazing two-decade-long friendship. You wouldn't think that a creature like that would have like the ability to love or care, or did it? Well, I'm like, did he just keep it well-fed all the time? Well, we don't know that because we've not talked to them. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, who gets close enough to ask one? Or to even be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? 
doing good. Are you a good boy? Well, you see these pictures. He's leaning up on the crocodile like it's a body pillow. Yeah. I'm like, it's crazy. Uh, I, 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 you know what? We were in Hilton Head walking around, and there's a crocodile or an alligator. I'm not sure what they're all down there, but it's right there next to the pond. And I'm like... I think it's time to get off yeah. Hilton Head Island. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't, I don't, uh-uh. I don't ever trust him either. We, I was going to rent a house on Hilton Head and it had a pool. And the owners of the house said, Oh, you have to be careful before you jump into the pool. Oh, no. Because sometimes an alligator will come or a crocodile. Well, I guess there are alligators here, but I don't know. Well, alligator and crocodile is extreme. Like my my uncle, he got like a squirrel, and he tamed a squirrel, which I still don't even trust that squirrel. But he <laughs> sit on his shoulder because that thing would just spritz around all over the place when we were like celebrating Christmas dinner and stuff. And I'm like, you get people that just, they'll drain a, a raccoon or save a raccoon, and those yeah. things are crazy wild with big old claws. I was in a convenience store in Marietta near Traveler's Rest, and uh, guy behind me, squirrel sitting on his shoulder. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. Uh-huh. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You ain't supposed to keep them. Well, I don't know about that, but if they're if you get them young enough, I think you can sometimes domesticate them a little bit. They won't be fully, but they'll be close enough. And that, it's it's not like a squirrel's likely to kill you if it gets wild on you. Well, yeah. I mean, this crocodile could. But yeah, it was a sixteen foot long one. Yeah, as big as he is. Bigger. Yeah. No one. No person is sixteen foot tall. That's well, huge. <laughs> and then you hear people got those big old snakes. Yeah, and they eat their puppies and stuff. Snakes don't ever warm up to you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, They'll they'll hug you. They're literally (laughs) cold-blooded. All right, so here's another story I want to share. Okay. This is a similar story. Marius Ells from South Africa adopted a baby hippo when it was abandoned in the river. He's riding it like a horse right now. He named the creature Humphreys. (laughs) It grew into a 2,000-pound beast. It's big. Humphreys, like the crocodile, would respond to its name, enjoyed swimming with him, and it even even would let Marius ride him like a horse, (laughs) and it would let him brush the hippo's teeth. That's cute. Marius says he trusted the hippo with his life, and even saw him as the son he never had. Five years later, Humphrey dragged Marius into the same river he was rescued from and mauled him to death. No, you're kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh, wow. So he wasn't as fortunate as the guy with the crocodile. Oh, man. So here's the thing with hippos. Hippos are incredibly territorial, and they will kill anyone or anything that gets in their territory. And somehow he triggered that even though... They were supposedly friends. Well, they say, like on Animal Planet, <laughs> all those video shows, that, that the hippos are very dangerous beasts, period. Mm. Like, they are not, like, these. they look cute and cuddly and all that stuff. So, actually, I researched yeah. Okay, it. Yeah. Most dangerous animals, hippopotamus, are number one. Yeah. In fact, mm-hmm. here's a, a video to show you. Crocodiles are terrified of hippos because hippos kill crocodiles with ease. They wow. will pick them up with their mouth and just bite them and really? throw them around. Maybe Hilton Head needs to get a hippo. That's right. That'll be they can kill more people. <laughs> yeah. Um, crocodiles come in at number two. There mm-hmm. are 26 species, the largest of which is the saltwater crocodile that can grow to more than 20 feet, and they do attack humans and livestock. However. The uh, the hippo is considered the more dangerous of the two because crocodiles do not kill large numbers of humans, whereas sometimes a hippo will knock an entire boat over and kill the people in it. Oh, my God. Because you, So you're in a boat, usually, if it's any size at all, a croc ain't going to mess with you or able to get you. Even sometimes a canoe will protect you from a croc, 
But a hippo, you're going to be lunch. And I don't think I'm going to be in water with a hippo. We got hippopotamus number one as far as danger, crocodiles, and then mother-in-law comes in third. Actually, oh. <laughs> hyena came in just ahead of. Really, them. I yeah. wouldn't think they would be dangerous. But yeah. you see them on the Lion King. Yeah, they're skilled <laughs> yeah. hunters, and attacks on humans are not unknown. They hunt in teams, which is what makes them so dangerous. Mm, okay. Well. Uh, then mother-in-laws is fourth. <laughs> okay. I don't even want to leave this studio. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm afraid the geese down there that are by our cars because they'll run towards you sometimes and quack at you. It won't hiss to me. Yeah. <laughs> What's crazy is I've raised my arms and screamed at them. They don't care. Uh-uh. They still come at you. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, okay. I don't know if they're dangerous, but they got guts. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. You know, we talk about believing in ghosts and goblins and all kinds of stuff. We, we never get in detail about like vampires, werewolves, and zombies, do we? Oh, guess what people not. believe in. Yeah, um, that's because I don't think most people believe in those. Oh, well, you're gonna even be surprised. goblins. I was a little bit confused. <laughs> so, like demons, those are like mentioned in Bible and religious literature. Okay, yeah, those yeah. are somewhat uh, believable in that respect. But angels and demons, yeah, but goblins and uh, well, ogres and orcs and well, I, I believe in that. There's Shrek. There's a movie based oh on true story. <laughs> yeah, and trolls. Don't forget trolls. <laughs> They're all over the internet. <laughs> and on the bridges, too. That's really scary, too, isn't it? Well, with Halloween being here, uh, 22% of people think that vampires are real. Wow, really? Yes, that, that shocked me. One out of five people believe in vampires. Yes. There are people online who think they are a vampire. Yeah. That explains so much. Yeah. Well, I mean... Not probably not like the movies that can turn into a bat, but I believe there are people that go around drinking blood. They don't need it to survive, and but they, they don't feel like they do, and they don't have to. Well, that's fine. You can feel like a lot of things, but that doesn't make you that. So okay, that could be a vampire. Then. So that was weird. <laughs> a little bit, I guess, like twenty-one percent believe in werewolves. What? So, yeah. Now we've seen the movies, and you know yeah. you could be Team Jacob or Team Edward. Is this real? <laughs> what do you mean? These numbers. That's right there. It is. One out of five people believe in werewolves. Yeah, that, yeah, and that research was done this past year. It's real. He found it on the Onion. Y'all haven't heard of that website? I wish. Yeah, I know it's the satirical. Onion. <laughs> I wish it was there. <clears throat> maybe not that people are actually werewolves that turn into werewolves, but maybe some young guy grows up to be a hairy guy. Yeah. People might think he turned into a werewolf. You see him at the beach. Yeah. yeah. With shirt off. <laughs> proud. People walking by, oh, you brought your dog with you, did you? <laughs> <laughs> That's my husband. <laughs> I think we may have found one of the people. And then about 20% of people believe in zombies. Well, I mean... You've seen The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. I've seen people walk around downtown, looks like they're zombies. That's yeah, true. That's true. I, and I will say, I've read stories and seen movies about, like, in South America, mm-hmm. that they'll have these concoctions that can make someone appear dead. Like, their blood pressure goes so low and their heart rate goes so low, and then they would bury them. Come back in a couple of days and then re- bring them out of the ground, and they would drug them with some other drugs so that they could use them as labor. And that was supposedly that- real. <laughs> all right, but it was all medical. They were using these medical drugs that were so well, like in the Amazon rainforest, to do it. Yeah, and I was looking for some. There was some story about zombie pigs. Okay, that's in Minecraft. Where? Okay, zombie pigmen. <laughs> that is true. That's the McRib. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that tastes good. Uh, but- I haven't had one in years. Some scientists took some pigs.
pigs' brains and brought them back to life or implant them in pigs or something and had like pig zombies. That's where they're finding these people. Yeah. Zombie bacon. <laughs> I'd, I'd still eat it. <laughs> <laughs> these people are the ones who had their brains replaced. Yeah. With pig brains. You know, I wonder what do zombies dress as? For Halloween, like, did they just dress up like regular people and look normal and healthy That's and salesman. go out and trick or treat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but you know, you see The Walking Dead and some of that stuff. And that you know, those those are the movies that kind of scare me, really, because you got the just tons of zombies walking around. What what would be the perfect place to hide if there was a zombie apocalypse or zombie pig apocalypse? Well, if they're eating brains, I think some of us are safe. Oh, oh snap! I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on it. Give me time. That's even worse. Oh, I right. told you what I'd do. I'd yeah. go to the Biltmore State. Oh, I wouldn't go there. Lots of land. It'd take yeah. them a while to get to the house, and then once you're in the house, you could hide it, anywhere. I know, but still, you know, they can come in from all areas like I would they're find. not going to be they're going to be in the cities they're not coming to the country oh, I think, well it depends on where they came from I mean if they just started popping up out of graves they're going to be everywhere yeah great there's probably graves on that land. oh yeah there are lots of angry dead people that were servants and didn't want to be oh no <laughs> okay so built more I guess that's okay place you know what I don't want to run from the zombies I want to be one do you yeah. okay because I got a list of people I tell you <laughs> <laughs> taken down with me I do not want to be a zombie and I don't know why we're even having this conversation well because uh, they said like 20% of people believe in zombies are so, we trying to win them over no, I'm trying to yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Here is something that is a problem in the United States, and I think this gets even beyond our usual goofing around because I've experienced it. We used to have the best medical, I think, of any nation, and I still think we have great doctors and nurses. Absolutely. But the insurance companies are killing us. They are. And I don't know the solution. I know for me it got worse after the last round of that whole uh, whatever they called it, Obamacare, whatever. And I'm not playing politics right now. It helped some people. I'm not one of them. I understand that. But who made up the, the rule that when you go in for your yearly consultation, it's not a physical anymore. It's a consultation pretty much. And you ask one question like, oh, by the way, I've been having this pain. You automatically charged over a hundred bucks just for asking. I really? don't know the answer to that, Cato. I yes. think that's insurance companies. I don't but know I'm not because certain. of my daughter. They have a sheet of paper that you have to read that basically says you're not there to, to you're not you're not there for your health. You're there for just a consult. You're just there to chat with the doctor. So I just okay. So no, they're chatting to you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't you ask can. anything. It's, yeah. it's, it's like them charging you for any question for anything. Like, yes. you know, you want fries with that? Oh, we're going to give you, hey, here's the service fee. Here's 50 <laughs> extra cents. I just asked my doctor to refill a prescription. Oh, it's so different. Yeah. And I got charged because yeah. that's not considered part of the consultation. Wow. Yes. So. Okay. Um, Sorry. I don't know the answer to <laughs> whose fault that is, but it's a problem. I think a lot yeah. of this goes to the insurance companies. Oh, me heated. Um, here is the reason I brought it up today, though. They did a poll of 2,000 Americans. They found that two out of three of us don't go to the doctor until something feels extremely wrong. And the number one reason is... We don't know what we'll end up paying even when we have insurance. They say call ahead. 
to see what your insurance will pay for whatever might happen. Now, this is 60% of women and 75% of men. So men are waiting until we're almost dead before we go to the doctor. So you're calling the nurse like, hypothetically, if I was having a heart attack, what'd that cost me? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If I was having a heart attack right now, how much would it be? I tell you, uh, this is how I learned I had panic attacks is I've been to the ER a couple of times in the middle of the night thinking I was dying, (laughs) thinking I was having a heart attack. It's thousands of dollars. Yes. So now I told my family, I said, listen, I'm never going to the ER again. If Mm. I feel like I'm having a heart attack, I'm I'm either going to have a panic attack or I'm going to drop dead of a heart attack because I refuse to go back to that ER. I literally bought this little thing that you put your hand on and it measures to see if you're having a heart attack or not because of that same reason, Cato. I couldn't afford to go to the hospital every time I thought I was having one. See, the only thing is how, how accurate is that? Because even my nurse said that those wristbands for your blood pressure right. are not very accurate. Well, I'll tell you what, it saved me a lot of money, no matter how accurate That's it is. Because yeah, <laughs> I've never had a heart attack according to it. That's good. That's good. I mean, it only costs like, what, $12? No, it was, it was 100 bucks, but it's still yeah. a bargain compared to going to the hospital this even once. What this I hate true. about insurance and health insurance, all that stuff, is every year we have to take a test. All right, to upgrade your insurance. Have we and done you, that? You have to do your insurance math to see, okay, if I pay in this much, they'll pay in this much. It's like, okay, if you pay us like $30,000, we'll cover this much, like 80% of your now, Here's the thing. I always get the cheapest one because my experience has been yeah. that if they don't want to pay for something, they'll find a way not to, no matter what plan you're on, especially when it comes to medicine. I've had them deny me medicine. They're like, you know, if you want that one, even though your doctor says you need it, we don't think you need it, so you have to pay for it. That's what I don't understand. If doctor says you need this done, and the insurance says, oh, but we're not going to pay for that, why? How is that allowed? I don't know, Cato. Well, that's that's our lawmakers not making things right. Yeah, It's like you just pay like $8,000, and we'll pay, you know, twelve. Twelve what? Twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, they yeah. say there's some other factors. A lot of people don't like to sit in the waiting room, or how much time it takes just to go, or being touched or examined, or having shots. But that's that's your own fault if that's your reason. Honestly, I'm glad. Like I think waiting rooms have actually improved. Over I think time. so too. Because yeah. back in the day, they had those uh, magazines in there from you know. 12 years ago. Are they still in there? No, I don't my, know if they my, have magazines. They don't have any in my doctor's a, I place. I think there's a couple in mine. I don't know. And so you catch a cold just from looking at the magazine because you'd forget. <laughs> we'll get this. Yeah. Only about one out of three people have seen a doctor or had a checkup in the past year. More people went to the dentist than the doctor last year. People are not going because they don't know what it's going to cost, and they're afraid to go. Some of the mm-hmm. dental plans are much better. But even others. honestly, dental is expensive now, too. It is. It doesn't matter what you do. You don't always know. Now, dentists are getting better about giving you like a price sheet that shows you what it's going to cost right. up front so you don't get hit with a bunch of surprises. But uh, with a you know, hospital or doctor, sometimes you don't have a clue. You know, with a doctor, it could be, we should just have like a menu board up there. When you go into the, the waiting room, it's like a menu board of all the things you get. You're going to take a heart attack <laughs> yeah. and maybe liver disease. Yeah. Oh. Or maybe they could even do a drive through at your doctor's office. Like, <laughs> prostate exam, just hang it out. <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, I don't mind doing the video call because that's all we're really doing is chatting pretty much. Well, but you can't get like, a, you know, turn your head and cough and stuff like that. They don't that. do that anymore. They really don't do as much of that anymore because mm-hmm. I no asked my doctor Are last sure? time I went for the, the physical, yeah. I was like, you want me to drop my drawers and you can stick your finger in your... He's like, nah, we'll just look at your, your lab test. Yeah. I was like, really? Well, that's because the first two or three times you... <laughs> I giggled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 